0: Welcome to Interceptor Beyond Podcast. My name is Arthur and today I talk to High Priestess Nighthawk of the band Heather Temple. We're supposed to record an interview back in October of 2023, but I got sick on that day, or just the day before, so we couldn't record. So we decided to catch up in January and do it online. The problem with online is that the quality of audio is not always Hi. So I had to do some post-processing stuff. Basically, I put it in into Adobe Podcast Enhancer and then after that tried to improve the audio. As a result, the frequencies, basically the voice changed a little bit. So don't hate me. Before we listen to the interview, don't forget to follow this podcast on any platform of your choice. If you can leave a rating, If you can, follow on Instagram or Facebook, but usually Instagram, at Interceptor Beyond, the regular stuff. All right, let's listen to the interview. High Priestess Nighthawk of the band Heavy Tempo.
1: Uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Nighthawk. Some of you may know me as High Priestess Nighthawk, but we can skip the formalities. And... um, I am the singer and bass player for Henry Temple.
0: Yeah, we were supposed to have an interview back here in Austria in October. Yes, yes, yes. And I got sick, and I decided not to. Well, I was getting sick, but I decided not to risk it. With the whole the tu- <laughs> with, with the whole tour. I don't want to have it on my conscience that I That's the whole I tour that. is canceled. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't need that stuff in my life. So yeah, you were touring with um, um, with Comedius yeah 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 Mm -hmm. another great band another interview was canceled with them also Mm -hmm. yeah but first of all there's not much stuff since 2021 about you what's going on right yeah there's a lot of stuff happened it's going to happen uh we could start with the upcoming lp you know that that was supposed to come this last year like in december maybe that
1: was we were gonna we were maybe trying shooting for the fall of 2023 but um gonna be coming out in the spring now. So uh but I think everything worked out for the best um because there's some things that came together really nicely. Alright,
0: all right, uh, all right. All right. To... It, that was a teaser, a teaser. We're gonna like leave yeah. it closer to, to, to the end. What first okay. start was like with uh, with the year, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of stuff happens, right? I will give you a hint. Uh lineup, uh tour, missing stuff on tour. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> Never uh, to be seen but again. Um, yeah, 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 but 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 for for the <laughs> beginning, like, like, just tell uh, tell us like, uh, what is up since last album?
1: Sure. Um, well, we you know we toured a lot uh, when Mufia Morris came out, um, and then, uh, well, obviously, once you know, once the pandemic, just, <laughs> the pandemic kind of let up, um, but it gave us the opportunity to write this new album. Um, which is the first album that Heavy Temple's written like as a unit. Um, and I think that it's the best thing, I think it's the best thing we've done so far, but that that break there in the pandemic sort of forced us to uh, we didn't have anything to do. We except write and play. So you know then obviously we toured once things started becoming normal again, whatever normal. this tour uh, with Europe. Um, and we weren't sure we had uh, we had our fill in um Christian who was we were sort of rehearsing just in case because Paisley was in two bands at the time and obviously you know that takes up time being in one band so we wanted to have a fill in and then I we just you know played with Christian um he couldn't uh, he ended up uh, Paisley ended up not being able to do Europe and so we asked Christian if he wanted to do it and then um you know I then Christian just became our new guitarist By so Yeah, yeah, you know, Uh, these things happen too, you know, it's a real treat playing with this new lineup. But, um, I mean, Paisley's just, his writing and playing are really just, uh, they're so unique. I think he's one of the best guitarists in Philadelphia, (laughs) But, you know, Heavy Temple's always, this is our seventh iteration. It's hard to keep a band together. I started it more than 10 years ago, so not, I'm used to lineup changes. But, I, you know, I also, I always wanted, Heavy Temple is always supposed to be more than the sum of its parts. You know, it's supposed to be more than the members. It's not supposed to be about the guitarists or the drummers. It's not supposed to be about me, which I know sounds silly. Um, but, you know, I really like the way that Josh Homme and Queens of the Stone Age have operated where it's like, he has this group of awesome musicians at his disposal. And, you know, if people are available to write or tour, then, that's, then they do that together. And so everybody's kind of part of Queens of the Stone Age. And so, you know, that's um that's kind of I I always intended it to be that way and now I can kind of see it that way with this particular lineup change we might have a second guitarist when we go on tour just to more accurately
0: represent the album. So are you planning to play cello on oh, no, 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 on a not in in a the band at some point?
1: Oh, cello. I mean, it would be kind of hard to pull off live. I guess I could it it, it would depend on the nature of the song. Um there's definitely you know you can set up like a leap station and something like that i did play it on the first two two albums i think i did play it on this album but i think i don't know you've given me something to think about honestly because there's one song that has a an intro uh that's cello and harmonium but that might be something to add to the i mean it was it was, well, we'll uh,
0: it was an obvious uh well question you know I don't know about mm-hmm. how it's artistic but you know like because I know that you you studied piano then you switch to cello or cello piano mm-hmm. at some point and then yeah 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 and that's actually the band broom I think they have cello yeah in there. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah I like them a lot. we played it on the top of five. All
0: right so maybe cello lineup change cool. mm, and okay how was the European tour?
1: It was a lot of things um, it was wonderful and you know the being robbed obviously was horrible.
0: Well, you need what? to tell people more about this. You know what? Oh, what kind of robbed? I mean, there are many ways, uh, w- many kinds of, um, of possessive theft.
1: Sure, sure. So basically, I, we went to some. I don't even know why we went. We went to some mall somewhere to get coffee or something. We were gone. Yeah, but like what's? Con-
0: uh, uh, don't forget which country. Uh, Italy. Yeah. Which it, of course, so in, Milan. Italy, is, in Italy, Milan. Italy
1: is in Milan.
0: Yeah.
1: Italy is my it has been like my favorite european country for a while despite not having been there since i was very very small for a lot of reasons you know it's music and food and art and everything wine wine. but um so i was kind of i was disappointed (laughs) that that happened in italy and then everybody was like oh yeah yeah well on that's terrible you should never leave your van unattended i was like cool this information would have been helpful like before we got here and got well yeah
0: that's, that's that's how all these bands know it nobody told them so they tell but, yeah you know, yeah but too late not, everybody course, i'm not um, yeah,
1: yeah. i'm not it's not anyone's fault you know except for the people who stole our stuff but you know we it was it, we came out and it was just somebody just punched in the window slid open the door grabbed all the bags like whatever they could carry and it probably took less than 20 seconds thankfully we didn't lose any of our gear um one i think it was zach compelling giant lost like literally everything he had just just the clothes on his back uh lost a couple passports um you know we all we all lost some things that were like sentimental things that like kind of can't ever get back but uh the response from both like our 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 listeners and other people in the in the music community like elder I Hate God, um, Orange Amped shared, like all of these awesome like Obsessed shared and like, you know, all, all of these people you sort of start to realize, like you always think like, who am I? You know what I mean? Like Heavy Temple's got 11,000 followers on Instagram. Nobody gives a shit about Heavy <laughs> Temple in the grand scheme of things. Because, you know, you do it because you like doing it. Um, and so to just see that outpouring of support, I mean obviously there were people who donated to our GoFundMe, but just even even just sharing that or like People hitting you up and saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm glad you're okay." Like there are so many people who are like, "I'm sorry, I can't give you anything." Like that's not. I mean, obviously the ghost is cool, but like just seeing that you have been able to like make some kind of impact in people's lives, and like I don't know if I would have had that personal reflection <laughs> if we not been robbed uh, on our first European tour. You know, but you know we played a couple of really awesome shows. I think two of two of our most fun, energetic like. Life affirming shows were in Italy. And, uh, you know, it's just being able to tour like one of the oldest, certainly not the oldest, but one of the oldest parts of the world, you know, with your friends. Like, that's, that's, that's like the holy grail, you know? And we've fr- been around for a while, and I just, wasn't sure if it was going to happen, the pandemic and blah, 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 blah. And then this came together, and, you know, Wino was kind enough to facilitate, you know, it, with talking with his, His booking agent over
0: there. And um, was it the first time for the guys also? Like, uh,
1: Howling Giant, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said, I don't know if they maybe like played a, I thought they played like a European festival before that. That's why I was like kind of confused when it's like their first tour, but, um, I think it's their first European tour. But, you know, I, we had some ups and downs. It's just, it's, it's work. But, you know, there's this American saying that like uh, a bad day of fishing is better than a good day at work. Um, all right. You know, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a bumper sticker saying, but that's sort of, you know, that was kind of how all of that sort of panned out. And and really, like, I, I wouldn't change anything, not even getting robbed. It's just, I uh, personally, I gained a lot of perspective about, you know, playing music and about the band and about myself, went on like a little spiritual journey. Um, I think everybody kind of had like, an, obviously, everybody had like a deeper personal experience.
0: Well, probably most important thing about that is that uh, you realize how much support, and how many how many good people are there. You know, so this yeah, is like a big absolutely. bump in, in in just feeling okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's nice. It's like, oh, people like us. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's a it's a good feeling. And and obviously, I'm I'm happy that something that we're doing. Just you know, we we make the music that we want to listen to, and the fact that other people want to listen to it, and then also just really help us out at the super big jam is like it's really just speak volume and stuff
0: all right so you uh, did the European tour so regarding the new stuff the new music like oh uh, mm-hmm. did you already have already stuff uh, prepared before the tour when when was uh, how how was the recording process of the whole new thing
1: um I think we recorded uh, gosh I think we recorded in like twenty. 20- 22, 23, 22, 23. Uh, I don't know. They all can't bleed in for one. <laughs> but so we recorded, and then um, I think, you know, I don't know. You know how those things go.
0: You record.
1: It's actually my fault. I shouldn't say you know how it goes. It's my fault. I'm terrible at writing lyrics. Um, yeah,
0: yeah you, you you said that you uh, write I lyrics in off. the end. In the end, <laughs> yeah. in the end, yeah. right?
1: Um, I tend to put it off. But for some reason, this time, they just, like, I think they're, like, there's a lot of anger in this album oh no more um, love no. <laughs> some love but no it's it's there's just like um like i said since this album was written as a band like musically this album is very like visceral and and raw i think it really is a wide spectrum of all of our influences found myself having to write these lyrics some some of the stuff's been like you know as a musician you have things like out in the east or, forever and ever it's like it's a joke all the time like oh i'm finally gonna record my solo album with like the 232nd clips i have from me singing into my bum but it's like
0: it's like after being robbed in milan you immediately oh my god i need to record this awesome emotions right now this is gold (laughs) this is gold there's anger there's so much anger and misery oh my god we're going to do a goth doom metal album here
1: Gonna go completely synthwave, like just dark wave. going to be really sad. No, but um uh lyrics came last and I just they like the way this out, like I said, you know, we had some delay in releasing the album, but um Paisley came up with the album title, which I think is fantastic. It's called Gar- Garden of Heathens. And without getting too much into it, because you know, the album's not out yet. And I'll be talking about all this stuff. But um it's just sort of like the idea that like something just it looks better in the catalog, you know, like it's not it's not what you thought it was. It's not what you were promised, and so there is this like religious overtone, but it's not. It doesn't, you know. There are these uh, do I don't know, but the metaphors and stuff. And so, wordplay. so it's more like a but, spir-
0: spiritual, uh, um, yeah, not religious. But yeah. spiritual. It's very
1: theme. much like it's at the risk of sounding, uh, you know, redundant uh, or 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 cliché. This album is, I think, an album of deep personal reflections in many ways and you know especially like lyrically this it's just it was just like so it was it was like a nice catharsis to just kind of like put things out and you don't have to that's the fun thing about songwriting is you don't have to say you don't have to say things like i had i am anxious you don't have to say things like i am sad i i am feeling all of these like dark emotions you know and um and i think that that's this album will resonate with people in that way um and just it's like a that from the album art to the song titles to the songs themselves to the lyrics like this is just like the most complete thing heavy temples ever done. um and so we've been playing them for a while we did have some of these songs ready to go in europe but we didn't want to spoil we won't play everything
0: so. all right, all right
1: we've been we have been playing them for a while but we're kind of like heavy temples always been doing this thing where we play a bunch of stuff and then you know finally release an album and then you're like, it's like, how does Lemmy must feel? You're like, I'm just, he's like, I don't want to fucking play Ace of Spades anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know what you're yeah. and It's nice. I feel like we're kind of caught up now. By the time the album comes out, we'll have, you know, rehearse all the songs with Christian and just be ready to roll. Hopefully, cut out some of the old stuff that I'm tired of playing.
0: But, but, yeah, but wait, wait a second. Is it already, you already know what kind of material is going to be in, in the whole LP album thing, or have you decided? To, what's there already for sure
1: oh yeah yeah we're we're like it's a whole it's a whole we're done that's like a.
0: so basically it's done you're just waiting for it to 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 announce it and to release it
1: yep yep we actually just it's funny we just uh we released our first single today ah fuck um because i was supposed to it, ask questions i was it,
0: supposed it... to ask questions on monday
1: <laughs> no 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 <laughs> because... it's okay it's okay it's just this, this this got it was like a bit disjointed because we we are putting out a video but like this there was like a family emergency and then the director had COVID, and then we had to rewrite the ending because it was like snowing, you know what I mean? so the video is coming out the, the the idea was to drop everything today and um, but it's a, just a little bit disjointed. So, but wait, a second, uh, so you're, you're not you're not really missing. What
0: did wait a second? <laughs> did you already release the 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 stuff already today?
1: Just the single. Um, I think there's like pre-orders on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, there's one. There's two more singles coming. One next month, and one in March, and then the album will come out.
0: Is the single where can people like check out the single that just came out?
1: Uh it's on all streaming services. Um far but
0: is it extreme um, an extreme indifference to life?
1: Yeah.
0: We're we talking about this <laughs> and this is like a part of part of the new thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know. It's like I so like yeah, I was watching like a it's <laughs> It's I know, but that's the thing is like I was worried. I so I was watching like a British murder mystery and so like one of their charges is like extreme indifference to the value of human. All right. So um but I just wrote down extreme indifference to life and uh so this song's about like having imposter syndrome, like overthinking stuff, um trying to like not let the bad stuff creep up like Anxiety, depression. Like I said, this is all like it, this album is very like it's like it's definitely coming from very very deep inside. <laughs> um, but I, when I named the song, I was like, "Is this too like? Is this song title like too brutal?"
0: No, but it's just like when <laughs> like you when, when you describe doing, like when you were describing it and when they see the title, it's like ah, I get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So there is like um, House of Worship. And uh, you know, Jesus wept, which is a nod to Hellraiser. If you're a fan of Hellraiser, um, uh,
0: I know what you mean.
1: But also something my mom used to say all the time when she was frustrated. At me. I,
0: I, I <laughs> listen. I listened right now a little bit to just to get the feel for it. You know, mm-hmm. like like like. I will, mm-hmm. of course, I will listen to it uh, later uh, many sure, times. Sure. Uh, and I quickly wrote uh, what, what you <laughs> what you are basically saying right now: the imposter syndrome to the extreme. I mean it's like actually like everything it sounds like really metal you know like 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 uh, i, uh, I mean, do you I think, think it's think your like uh, the, the most metal uh, album that you're gonna have
1: so far yeah
0: yeah oh, I
1: think sounds I like think that it, it, my my hope is anyway uh, so there's like people I mean, so much on this there's like sabotage deep purple uh black angels high on Fire, weed eater like some trout rock Spacey's shit like there's just like a lot of we are, we have like a lot of influences right and I um, this this album is like a monument to all things heavy. You know what I mean? Like Mike Scheit from Y'all said one of my favorite things he ever said to me was, we all have the same record collection, we just interpret it differently. And that stuck with me for like the better part of the decade because that's kind of what, you know, my, my background is in like classical and like I love oldies and stuff. And, you know, I listen to disco, obviously also like the classics. Our drummer is more, like, um I would say, like, comes from a background of, like, hardcore, but also, like, black metal and, like, some of that more atmospheric, like, not extreme, but, you know, like, heavier, darker metal. And then our guitarist is, like, big into psych. Uh, so we just, as we're writing these together, like, someone will come with something, then somebody else writes, then somebody else sings, then somebody else does this, and this, and this. So it's just this, like, like I said, just this monument to this tribute to, like, everything that we just love listening to you know and that coupled with you know some frustrations from what just we all had going on on personal at the time it's just like a perfect secret sauce for this album
0: so yeah, um, i really
1: hope that people like it
0: i think i mean the song the single that i listen to it sounds amazing as i said Thank I, just you. To, I just need to le- read the lyrics but
1: I yeah think- yeah yeah well you know when you have some time and
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, there's no lyrics. I need to listen to it to understand, right? Because there's oh, no official. Yeah.
1: I stuff. put them out. So they are going to be listed on the album. I don't know if they're out on like the camp yet, but there's no, I, you know, the. I don't think there's too much reverb on there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's easy for me to say because i was done but I think you should be able to. Tell
0: it. Yeah, I, I just sometimes
1: quit. it's like you know when you're like it's like what's that one song. Blinded by the light, everybody thinks it's the douche, but it's really douche. It's like
0: ah, all right. I I see on Bandcamp we, we we have we have a list of songs, eight songs. AC, right because I don't think you had it like a uh, listed uh, a couple of days ago. It just you actually dropped it.
1: Yeah, no, I think they just put everything out probably at like midnight. You know everything.
0: This last last seconds, people. All right. Ah, uh, extreme indifference to life. He he. How do you pronounce the thing?
1: Fire. Hi- <laughs> Fire
0: Divine it's a- discretion, house of mm-hmm. worship, snake, uh-huh. oil, and other remedies in the garden of Heath. My God, you know, it's like a tongue twister list of like pronouncing for non English speakers. <laughs> you know, like Jesus wept. Psycho.
1: Psychomancy.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: So that's uh, the psychomancy. It, that's That's. Um, that's like a ch- like a chamber. There was like this movement back in the day, was like the spiritualist movement, particularly in like upstate New York. And these two sisters, I can't remember their name, but they would just. It was like a lot of like you would lock yourself in there, and it was like this room where you would commune with the dead. But it was really just like these two sisters like tapping on the floor underneath you, you know, and you'd be like, "Oh, it's my uncle," and it's like just one of these girls, you <laughs> know. But this psychomantium is this chamber where you commune with the
0: and is it, uh, is it lyrically also based something on that, or it's like wrestling
1: I mean, instrument. how
0: did the, the the names of the songs come out? Did they come out from the from the lyrics, or you wanted to have a cool name and then the the lyrics came out, or? You
1: know? Um, some some of them were just sort of like things that we've been like rolling around for a while. High race I actually came about when I was talking to someone about. It's basically like a. Uh, high rates like a feeling of like missing something that's like not tangible anymore they like like n- n- missing like a, a home where you don't live almost that just seem to fit that song uh divine indiscretion supposed to be sort of like um divine intervention except not it is not um, yeah <laughs> um and uh let's see jesus wept jesus wept is a straight up like beat track i was very angry (laughs) uh i was very angry uh when i
0: wrote that lyric
1: so that's like um that's like a yeah that's one of these Uh, yeah for anybody for anybody who has one couple of these in their lives
0: well you need to tell our listeners because we're only recording audio what's uh,
1: yes by these i mean my two giant metal fingers
0: and they are giant little bass player bass player oh oh, yeah that's that's true
1: (laughs) <laughs> um, and then let's see snake oil. Oh, snake oil again is just, like, you know, a nod to, like, that sort of, you know, like, not I don't want to say holistic because that's not, I don't mean to, to, to you know, demean holistic in- to you. But, like, just that, like, hey, look at this brand new thing.
0: So, about like, bullshit. You're
1: like, all your life's problems. Yeah, and that's what, snake oil and other remedies, so that's also, so there's, like, a lot of, like, the album sort of, like, about betrayal and and wise
0: and like you know i mean it's uh, completely opposite uh, yeah. to, to 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 the previous album right so yeah. like yeah. Uh, so right uh, the yeah. the previous album was like a romantic kind of we have like a uh, mm. romantic feel let's say like this right
1: sure a love story if you will a love story right <laughs> and
0: this one is like we're going to hell we're going uh-huh. one one ride to hell and it's great
1: Well, and that, you know, so that's, that's, it's funny that you mentioned that because that was also sort of the, you know, the the album ended up being personal, of course, as albums are when you yourself are writing them, but um, in like the larger context that the album, you know, we had originally kicked around the idea. And again, I think this is Paisley's idea um, of just like that this idea of like heaven on earth is not actually heaven at all. The fun part is in hell. (laughs) <laughs> you know, um, or, or whatever you want to, however you want to describe those.
0: Oh, it's like uh, all sweet stuff is, is bad for you.
1: Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, so this, and and also, you know, the world at large is just, I feel like a lot of people are sort of, it's, I, I hesitate to read the word awakening, right? Because I, wa- I don't want to, I want to stay away from language that makes me sound like an Instagram cult leader. But I do, what I've noticed at least just recently, things going on at large, but then things going on in like my um, microcosm is that uh, I have a lot of friends who are like sort of just like discovering themselves, what they're capable of, how they interact with the world. And so it's like this, what, I, and I'm kind of noticing it on the larger scale. So so we were kind of, at least, in, I can't say we, but at least my, my intent of this album was for the lyrics to be personal, to apply broadly, and also to apply generally, you know, um, because it does kind of feel like well, are going to hell on a hand desk.
0: So basically, your your um, uh, it's an album. It's your reaction to uh, yourself and to the yeah. w- society and world that we are living in. So super topical. Yeah.
1: It's an it's an exorcism, <laughs> I <guess.
0: laughs> Uh, what's up with the album cover? What did is it like you, you hired an artist or you found the the, the the graphics? So, uh,
1: yeah, um,
0: is it AI art? It's like it's going to be my n- new uh question oh, all no, the no, time. No, no, no. Is it like no. AI art or not?
1: No, 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 no. Um, so we have um, the running theme in all of the album that I wanted to maintain visually was having order Zodiac, and the first album was like this non specific zodiac, but then we just kind of had like started getting putting like weird symbols around the outside and um not that I'm a astrology, but in, in keeping with that theme, uh the artist James, and I I feel bad because I'm not sure exactly how he pronounced his last name, but I want to say either Businha or Bizema, But he is fantastic. Uh and I've always really liked the Bat Out of Hell and Back into Hell album colours, the Meatloaf and he really how that aesthetic. So, you know, it, it's Garden of Heathens, obviously. At least, you know, there's you know, kind of mixing some elements of, obviously, you know, like the pastoral Garden of Eden, also with, like, Bosch's Garden of Earthly Delights would also make it, like, a bit mutated and freakish. Um, so that's why you have all of these creatures, and if you look closely at the album, be that they're all like I'm looking for anthropomorphized uh, interpretations of their relative and they're all sort of crawling toward this temple in the background and we wanted sort of this like a sci-fi and 70s sci-fi illustration thing and you know so we we kicked around a few um a few different concepts
0: yeah um, but what's but interesting think. what's interesting is uh yes what you said and then there's one scorpion which is not anthropomorphized
1: yeah well, uh, oh, that's just a straight up that's just a straight up but there's like a goat man and yeah the, yeah some sort of like double headed fish person <laughs> <Okay. laughs> for Pisces, um, but yeah, but they're supposed to be like you know, like sometimes the what is it like the scales? Yeah. Oh, and that's the, the on the in the actual temple, that's like the scales that's like the Libra. So, uh, did you yeah, try to did. to
0: put some Easter eggs, some secrets uh, in the album on the cover, on the songs, or something like this, or jokes?
1: Uh, not. So much with this album, it's. It, I think this uh, this whole album is like a stealth referential Easter egg. That's, but you know, it's it's most this the like I said, the art, the lyrics, the songs themselves, the it's like everything, the it's feelings, it's just all. It's the mo- it's like the most you know. Ev- we've all had obviously all, all the albums that had these, but this is really. It seems like the most cohesive package deal for this album. But I mean, I guess if it's a of how closely you look. I guess the like the zodiac thing back the be a egg, but that's you know just a little bit. I'm a fan of continuity, so I want to put a little bit you know stuff in there. And then we we do kind of borrow riffs um, thematically from you know songs. I think it came out great. But...
0: Did you change anything in the production? How you how you record stuff or something something new that you tried out that you didn't do before?
1: Uh, yeah, this is actually our first time. I think, you know, we've done a lot of home studio stuff. Uh, BlueFi recorded, we, we recorded that, our drummer recorded that. And he, I think, makes this album faster. He, he did some, some post stuff, but this, we recorded at, a like a studio. So we went to this place called Animal Farm near us and, uh, we just got to like live at the studio, faith with the, the whole time we were recording, which was nice. <laughs> so, you know, I'll have to, like, get up and get all like, stuff together and zoom gear and then pack it up and you know. So, yeah, it was really like we got to like relax and just kind of like being in this natural environment where we're recording. And it gave us the opportunity to kind of write some things in the studio, add some, as some instrumentations that maybe we didn't have initially. Uh, and then we did do both of in, in in our wherever we practiced them in, in our before studio. But yeah, the studio is mean, nice, and there's farm animals. It's like chickens running around and like a big bowl hanging out and fresh eggs. Yeah.
0: Uh, I uh, did you put any recordings of animals in in the album, like uh, beach boys? No
1: man, who got Harold in there? He's a big holy crap. Well, maybe we should have done that since chicken sound or something. Maybe field uh, field recordings on the next album.
0: Uh, you can make a, like a Bandcamp special one single later.
1: <laughs> for do,
0: for the donation. Chicken. For donation. Let's say like donations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something like that. All right. So, uh, do you know when, first of all, when the uh, the music video is coming out? Do you know already?
1: Uh, yes, I believe that it's going to be next week. Like I said, we just had to like pivot something, but that... That's next I think I believe that's next
0: All right, all right.
1: It's hard to keep up with myself sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be. I'm I'm really excited about that. One of my best friends just wrote the. It's the the video for the first single, obviously. But she um, I kind of came to her with a few ideas, and she
0: really just You mean like uh, the director Spencer, right? Or
1: so, yeah, Spencer directed and edited and uh produced and all that. But she came up with the storyline. She did all the makeup and effects and wardrobe inspector stuff wildly talented. But she uh I was kind of like trying to explain to her what the song is about, like I think she is and trying to find a visual representation for that's kind of weird, you know. You'll see when the video comes out, but it's just it's like a I don't I I don't mean it to sound too petty, but it's sort of like this you know, that imposter syndrome is that's like your duality. Because most of the time you're probably fine, right? There's nothing wrong with you. You didn't say anything wrong. Nobody cares about that thing you did 15 years ago. You're good at your job. All your friends like you. <laughs> I mean, 99% of the time, that's the case. Um, but then there's this other part of the, you know. Um, so we just tried to find a way to, to represent that on camera.
0: All right. That's a, that's a good teaser. I wonder <laughs> what you did there. All right. So the music video is coming out uh, next week because I will release this episode quite soon. Maybe even today, okay. if I have time to edit it. Uh, all right. And the album is coming out sometime in the next, uh, couple of months, probably
1: uh, I believe mid April. Yes. Um, and then like I said, they have a single coming, um, next month and, uh, there'll be a video for that one that will be released at the same time, <laughs> uh, and then we have the third single coming out in March and then the album in
0: April. Well, this is great. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to listen to the song right after we're done with the recording. So could you please, I mean, usually I ask bands that like, could you please give me a song that's a good introduction to your band, you know, but in uh, this case, obviously I, I have this, to put, The goal is this,
1: this, this one, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could you please say say the title of the song, like with emotion and attitude so I can cut it in?
1: This song is called Extreme Indifficiency.